Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. Okay, your game. Saints and Bears. Uh, it looked like the Tyson Bajan uh, mania was going to live on after the first 10 minutes of that game with those Cole Komet touchdowns. But can we put this to bed now? This idea that the kid from Shepard is this, you know, Brock Purdy 2.0, Tony Romo 2.0. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I listen, I if Tyson Bagent has a 10-year career in the NFL as a backup, it's a massive success. It's already a massive success. He signed a three-year, $2.8 million contract. He said his backup plan, if the NFL didn't work out, was going to be to crossfit his life away and be a gym teacher in West Virginia. So he's already hit life's lottery. And he bounced back from the first terrible interception with a touchdown drive. He's got moxie. He gets the ball out quick. Uh, When things go according to plan, he's solid. He can execute a game plan. That's what a backup quarterback does. But when they have to play from behind and he has to like five-step drop and drill a timing route, like a crosser over the middle on third and 12, and he's got to pick up 14 yards and throw it beyond the sticks, is not so good. <laughs> he's He's got a, an average at best arm strength and he throws the ball behind him and he, he there's more film on him and these guys are jumping routes and it was ugly today. He had four turnovers by himself, three picks and a bad fumble to lose the game. He can't do that. He's got six turnovers in two games. I can't believe that he got used to like build up Beijing to tear down fields in retrospect. Now that looks even worse. It was ridiculous. That, that smear campaign that was going on uh, during Sunday night football last weekend to make fields look really bad for this guy. It reminds me a lot of what I experienced with Duck Hodges here. Same thing. Easy guy to root for, undrafted. You know, you know, doesn't have an NFL arm, but can read a defense and can hit, you know, short routes in rhythm quickly, yeah. all that. And then also the fact that, you know, Duck had personality and now he's dating Laney Wilson, the country music star, and is retired from football. Like this guy just reminds me of him so much. The, the, the only other thing I'll say about this game is the Saint the Saints really should be embarrassed that they needed all those takeaways today to just win a game in the Superdome against the Bears by only a touchdown. 
if they had pl- now, I know there are a lot of backup quarterbacks that played today, but that reminds me of like a fantasy football matchup where you don't score a lot of points, but you just so happen to play like a guy who scored the lowest number of points for that week. Yeah. That's what the Saints got today. The Saints were not good. Their defense took advantage of a quarterback that was in over his head, but they would have lost to a lot of teams today and have really no business being in first place. They're only there because their division is so bad. It's really hard to not cover the spread when you get five turnovers. I know, and they didn't. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's a really impressive accomplishment. Okay. New Orleans. All right, no, let, let me, I'll ask you this one. All uh, right. Because you're Mr. AFC North. Browns would be the sixth seed if the season ended today. Although that might have changed, actually, after the night game. But they'd be I in think the playoffs. I think it's seven now. But but continue. Okay, my apologies. When Point I wrote this stands. But they, but they they would be in the playoffs. All four AFC North teams would be in the playoffs. Uh, would you consider them a scary, nobody-wants-to-play-them type of playoff team? Okay, so here's the rub with this, though. Like, I'm going to compare them to the other teams that would be AFC wildcard teams or are knocking on the door to be a wildcard team right now. So you've got the Bengals, who are not in first place. They would you've be got, the sixth seed, by the way. It's okay. it's Pittsburgh would be five, Cleveland would be six, and, and so Buffalo would, be would and, and Buffalo would be seven. Oh, so where's Cincy? Oh, you know what? Yeah, my thing hasn't updated. You're right. Okay. You're right. Um, I, I, I apologize. I mean, I, among teams that are wild cards, Cincy. Yeah, Buffalo would, would, would be would, Buffalo would be Buffalo would be. Yeah, I mean, I know I I know I harangued Buffalo at the beginning of the sh- of the podcast here, but you know Buffalo would scare me more, uh, just because Josh Allen. Same with same with Cincinnati for sure because of their pay- playoff success. Um, you know, I think they'd be neck and neck with the Steelers, and then the other team that's not in is is the Chargers, and you know you've got the Herbert factor where you know that guy could come out even though he hasn't done it yet in a big game so talking myself through it like no I don't think in fact I think if I think if the number two seed could draft the team that they were going to play in the first round they probably pick the Browns from that list right so so okay so right now uh Cleveland is six so your team is five Cleveland is six since he is seven okay I think Cincy clearly is the scariest team of the of those wildcard teams, right? Yeah. So it comes down to if, if it ended the day, who would you rather play, Pittsburgh or Cleveland? You know, I think I think people would answer Pittsburgh. I do I think too. Pe- I think teams would rather play the Steelers. I do too. They've been outgained in every game they've played in. They've got a negative point differential. Um, the, the Cleveland, defense, is, Cleveland's pretty, defense is real, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I follow a lot of people obviously that cover the Browns and watch the Browns religiously and they did not like the first half from Watson. Now things got better and Amari Cooper ended up having a huge game, but they, they didn't, they didn't face a real quarterback today. They basically got a scrimmage. They played a preseason game. Well, yeah, and I mean, right. like the that first touchdown from Watson, he dr- drilled it into the lineman's head, and it bounced <laughs> up into the air, and then Cooper caught it. I mean, Watson did not look good at all. I know, uh, um, so true. Uh, all right, Carolina and Indy. 
The Panthers can't score. How many wins do you see for Carolina the rest of the way? They've got Al Michaels' worst nightmare on Thursday night football, Bears and, and Panthers. So I can actually see them with, with like much like they did last year. I could see improvement in this team. They didn't really subtract anything at the deadline. Their division isn't very good. So I think they could actually muck their way to like five or six wins. I don't think that that's out of the question. I really don't. I think they could be, I think they could play 500 football in the second half of the year. I think that's possible. Wow. Yeah, I do. I think that, that, but they can't that, that, score. No, I, that, that's not really a commentary on them and how good I think they are as much as it is who they'll play. Um, yeah, I mean, I got it right here. Chicago. So four of their next five are on the road at Chicago, home against Dallas at Tennessee, at Tampa, at New Orleans, home against Atlanta, home against Green Bay, in Jacksonville, home against Tampa. Yeah, I mean, they're all NFC South teams. And then you've got Jacksonville and Dallas sprinkled in there as teams they probably shouldn't beat, but we saw Dallas go to Arizona. In yeah, and Green, and Green and Green Bay's obviously, right. obviously bad. And So, yeah. I mean, to me, so I, I think they could actually win enough to, you know, cost the Bears the number one pick. I, I just don't, after watching that game and seeing the interception that Young threw for for a touchdown at the end of the first half. On the screen pass? I, yeah. yeah, I don't know how Panthers fans sleep at night right now because of what's gone on with C.J. Stroud. Yep. Look, you know, I, if I were the GM in Carolina, I said I wouldn't have taken Young. But I also have to be honest and say that I wasn't the biggest Stroud guy either. So I would have, you know, I, I would have probably, t- I think we talked about it. I think if I had to pick a quarterback from this draft, I would have taken Richardson among the top end guys, the top drawer guys. Uh, but I know someone who did want CJ Stroud and it's the dude that's the head coach of the <laughs> Panthers, which that has to just grade at him and eat at him nonstop that he could have that player right now. And if he, and if he did, Think about how it changes everything because the NFC is so thin and light on quarterbacks. If Stroud were Carolina's quarterback, I might buy stock in them for the next 10 years. Who else? You've got Hurts in Philly. Goff is gonna is getting close to 30. I mean, they would have an unbelievable situation. Yeah, I mean, there's a really good chance that Caleb and Drake May are gonna end up in the NFC with Arizona, the Bears having their pick and Carolina's pick, the Giants being in it. So so maybe the quarterback balance will start to shift a little bit. But yeah, it's it's very, very, very lopsided AFC right now. Um, I do not think it's going to be 500 the rest of the way because they just they can't score the ball. But I definitely could see them winning two or three more games and not gifting the Bears a top two pick. 